Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about product pricing. Now, this goes for when you're just starting out with your B2B SaaS and figuring out how to set your initial pricing, as well as as you're collecting more data and figuring out how to then further optimize that to make sure it's structured as optimally as possible. Now, when I was starting out with my podcast show notes, B2B SaaS, I was figuring out where I wanted to price that. Now, I ran an experiment which is documented in one of my articles and my future podcast episodes, which are totally worth listening to, that goes through the fact that I stood up a landing page to communicate the value proposition, as in the specific problem I was solving, who I was solving it for, and what it would cost to gain access to that. And I started my pricing in a range somewhere between $10 and $30 a month. And I gave the impression that there that several tiers already existed, which in the beginning, that wasn't the case. I just wanted to test people's price sensitivity. In fact, the product itself didn't exist. I ran that experiment first to get an idea about what the level of interest is going to be if I were to build said product. And the results were great. So then I moved forward. Now, ultimately, I started with what the pricing was as advertised on my site at the time somewhere between 10 and $30 a month. I think I split the difference initially. So I started with basically around $20 a month for access to my product. And I had done that for various reasons. I reviewed what the price was for some of the competitive products in the market. So that was one input and factor. So I wanted to be close to whatever that benchmark was and ideally better than it. And I think I undercut the competition a little bit to make it potentially more attractive to start with my product. Other elements were related to what I thought my costs were going to be. Now this one was tricky because I was incorporating several APIs, each of which I needed to pay for, and for which there was likely to be a somewhat of a variable cost because I wasn't sure what usage of my product was going to look like. Now, having said that, I could have agonized over this, right? And I could have studied it for months or weeks or whatever before I ultimately figured out where to start. But in the end, I just picked a place to start. And that was that right down the middle, 20 or so dollars a month. Now, the second piece of input into this decision was the inbound leads that I captured from my landing page, as in most people were saying they would pay at least $20 for access to the product. Some people said they'd pay more. So another reason why I started there. I had data to reflect what people said they would pay to gain access to my product if it existed. So I started there, and then over time, I monitored usage and then ultimately what that cost me. Because the other thing I was trying to figure out, which I didn't really have clear lines for initially, was how do I draw the distinction between the tiers? Because I had started out with what I thought was going to be features and what people cared about and all that kind of stuff, which in the beginning can be quite difficult to figure out. So don't, don't worry if that's not something you really have a clear idea of in the beginning, if tiers even make sense. And I always like starting out with one option because it's so much simpler. People have one option to choose from, then it really just reduces their selection anxiety is what it's often referred to as. So when I started out with that one option, over time, I started interacting with the feedback that my new paying customers were now sharing with me in terms of what else they wanted to see. I even did some interviews with some of them. And that was super helpful to gain better idea of what it was they wanted to see built into the product. And as I learned that, I figured out what they wanted, what they needed, and what they were willing to pay more for. And that's what really influenced where my tiers wound up. Uh, so that helped me figure out how to better design the tiers as we started adding some advanced functionality. Some of that advanced functionality, I selectively only made available in some of those higher tiers. 
And then after I had some data in terms of usage, I could go back and look and see how frequently are the users, are the paying customers using the product. That helped me set limits around usage for the APIs for which I had to pay variable costs. And then as I understood what that broke down to on a per unit scale, and we were doing, we're doing podcast show notes automation. So I wound that down as best and as accurately as I could to a per minute basis, essentially, because it's usually time in terms of how many of these APIs are charging me. Then I knew what my cost would be on a per minute basis, and I could scale that up to what ultimately mattered most from an input perspective from the customer's perspective. And that was essentially how many podcasts. And since podcasts are variable length, on average, what does that look like, so to speak? So I then set my limits based on time through each of the tiers in order for them to upgrade, because what I wanted to make sure of was that I wasn't giving away too much, as in I wasn't incurring so much cost and not generating enough revenue to the point where I wouldn't be profitable, right? And this all starts with your gross margin dollar area. So as I collected more of that data, I figured out, okay, here's where I need to set my limits and here's where my tiers need to be priced at. So I haven't yet raised my prices because it turned out that I was in an okay spot for now. My margins aren't as high as I'd like them to be, but that's okay because I'm still generating positive gross margin and then I am on a path to profitability that's comfortable for me. But the point is that I know that. Right, so I know where I'm at now based on some actual data some usage and we're continuing to grow. In the future, it's more than likely that I'm gonna raise my prices to get my margins back to where I want them to be. And I'm gonna keep you posted along the way as I make those changes as well too. But for now, this is just an example of how I got started with pricing, how you can think about it as well too. And then how I updated or reflected it to make sure that it was within the right bounds for where I needed to be with regard to where my project is. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.